Good morning, this is Jesse Flores, and welcome to another episode of the Local Procast. Today, I want to talk about building systems. Now, if you're still not clear on who your ideal customer is or you have lumpy cash flows, then this is probably not the right episode for you. Um, so hit stop, go back two episodes, listen to those couple of podcasts, and then come catch up here. And uh, yeah, so today we're going to talk about building systems, what they are, why they matter, when you need them and how to start getting ready to scale them. So uh, we'll do the little intro thing and then I'll see you in a few minutes. Local businesses are the heart of their communities. Often they're the first people ask for sponsorships and are the first ones willing to give on top of frantically trying to grow their businesses. The problem is that they're facing increasing pressure from bigger, better funded, more tech savvy companies. So how does a less than tech savvy business push back in order to attract, retain, and engage more of their dream customers while growing profits? That's the question that this podcast will give you the answer to. My name is Jesse Flores and welcome to the Local Procast. All right, welcome back everybody. This is Jesse Flores on the Local Procast and today we're going to talk about systematizing your business and in particular systematizing lead generation. Now, uh, if you've listened to previous episodes, we talked about the four-stage pro growth map. You've got to serve, figure out who you're going to serve. Then you've got to figure out the messaging you need to sell. And once you've got enough sales, then you can start to build systems. And at this stage, chances are your service delivery is starting to get better. Your cash flow is getting a little bit less lumpy. Uh, and now you're at a point where you can start to uh, generate leads consistently and double down on successful channels. At this point, if you've done the right work, you're clear on who you are, on, on who you're serving, you're clear on the messaging that's going to attract these people to you, you've identified a channel by which you can uh, uh, shorten the distance between yourself and a prospect reliably and consistently, and now you're really uh, focused on exercising or executing scalable service delivery. And at this point, starting to also put together your own roadmaps for success, not only for you to be able to share in terms of marketing collateral for your customers, um, but also for your team. Because at this point, you're probably starting to say, oh, man, I'm maxed out and I need some help and I need to start hiring. But nobody does this job as well as I do. And, and guess what, guys? Um, one, that's not true because there are lots of people who do the jobs we do better than we do, especially when we start getting out of our domain expertise. This, by the way, is a lesson I've had a really hard time learning. Um, uh, anybody on my team can tell you that. But it's true. A lot of them do things way better, way better than I do, especially outside of my core expertise. But the other thing is, is that you cannot grow a business if you're the only one doing it. If you're carrying the whole thing on your back, there's a certain point at which you're going to max out. Uh, and so you've got to start building the roadmaps for success, documenting what you're doing, and making sure that uh, there is a trail here for you to onboard customers and employees. At this at this stage in the game, from a technology standpoint, you should definitely be emailing your list consistently at this point. You're, uh, you should probably have landing pages that are converting at a predictable rate. And again, at some point in the future, we'll talk more about landing pages and landing page optimization. Um, and you're probably at a point now where your DIY website is starting to look a little bit dated. So this is when it's good to start doing two things. One, adding more intentional sales funnels to, funnels to your landing pages. And, and again, in a, in a separate episode, we'll talk about the distinction between a landing page and a sales funnel. There is a, a, a subtle distinction. But you're also at a point now where it's time for you to start redesigning your website. But here's the great thing. At this point now, when you're starting to redesign your website, you've got to attract, you've, you know who your customer is, 
You've got attractive messaging. You've got an offer. You've, you're ready to start building sales funnels. Guess what? Your website's going to be so much better at this stage than it would have been had you spent a lot of time worrying about it between where you started and where you are now. This stage too, your relationships are probably still getting better. Uh, you you know probably higher quality relationships. You're now probably working with um, with with more qualified prospects who are introducing you to other qualified prospects, which is which is really really awesome. And at this point now, you should also start thinking about how to make your advertising more profitable. So I said in the last episode that your goal was not necessarily profit optimization when you were just trying to figure out your tests and your channels, and that is 100% true. But once you find a channel and a message that's working, you really need to start optimizing that channel because if you can buy a lead for you know 20 bucks as opposed to 30 bucks, why wouldn't you do that, right? And again, that's that price is going to change tremendously by industry and all that kind of stuff. But the point is, is at this point, you want to start trying to figure out how to scale your advertising channels and more profitably. And this might be a good time for you to start hiring somebody, an agency or a partner or a freelancer or someone who can help you to start doing that because um, setting up your initial ads is not that hard. Optimizing them gets very time consuming and very challenging. And so you want to start making sure that as you're starting to create systems. You've got a system not just for your operations, but you've got a system for creating content and distributing content and promoting content, ultimately systems for lead generation, which isn't just about uh, the backend automations. Now, that said, you also want to really start making sure that you're focused on growing referral sales as well. So uh, in terms of systems that you're building, you need to start really documenting and building your operation system. You need to start building and generating a marketing system. You need to start generating and building a referral system. Uh, and of course, through all this, you're using email to nurture your list. Um, you're going to start using email now, uh, what's called transactionally, meaning when somebody enters your sales funnel, you'll use email to nurture them to the next stage of your sales funnel. Or if somebody signs up for a lead magnet, you're going to start using email now to uh, move them to the next stage, which is probably going to be a sales funnel or a consultation or something like that. Uh, and here is when you can really start thinking about SEO. And at this point, you can start thinking about, okay, we've got all these customers. We've got all these case studies. I, I've got a, a wealth of content because now I know who I'm serving. We've served a bunch of people. We know how to sell and we know what their problems are. We know uh, how to create value, which again, we'll talk about another in another episode. And now you can start generating your business blog, which is going to be your number one tool for SEO and driving down the cost of customer attraction over time um, because the content has to be good, it has to be timely, it has to be consistent, it has to be worthy of getting backlinks and all this other kind of stuff. And again, we'll do episodes on SEO at some point in the future. But the point is at this stage when you're starting to build systems, operation systems, marketing systems, um, uh, referral systems, follow-up systems, you want to start figuring out, okay, where's all the work? And then how do we start to document those processes and then bringing people in uh, to to uh, to really start to, to step on that a little bit? And, and as you start to move into the scale phase, which is next, you'll be doing that even, even more. And so here is where you start to make your business look a little bit less like um, uh, something you've duct taped together and into something that you're starting to professionalize a little bit. If you hadn't already, at this stage, it's probably also worthwhile for you to start leveraging a CRM, even if it's a simple one like the HubSpot CRM, which is a pretty good little tool. 
um, and making sure that you've got basic integrations between your website, your landing page, and your CRM uh, so that you are uh, so there's not shrinkage or, or you aren't you don't have gaps or holes in your funnels as you're starting to invest more money in um, uh, in your customer attraction and investing um, more money in building out the systems because these are these are time consuming and expensive to build. So at this stage in the systematization phase, you should be clear on who you're serving. You should be clear on your messaging. Uh, and at this point now, you're, you're starting to figure out, okay, how do we routinize what we're doing? How do we make it more consistent, more predictable? How do we start to drive down the cost of doing all the things that we're doing? Again, not looking to, uh, you know, get to the, you know, get to Walmart low cost leader status necessarily, but getting to a point where, uh, you know, you're starting to get another four or five, 10% out of your margins. right. So again, hope you found this helpful. If you did, uh, please take a second to subscribe. Um, if you know other business owners who might find this valuable as well, please share it with them and we will talk to you soon. Thanks.